Welcome back to the show, Chris Simmons, Travis Trail, Michael Gaines. And I'm here. Mikey Gaines in the building. That's bill. right. Hour two for you. Today. How is Mama Gaines, by the way? Oh, She's great. She's doing well. She's great. She was cutting a rug at the uh, at the Gaines wedding. Yeah. Gaines oh, wedding, the event of the season. Oh, it was it. Wow. How did you? How does it feel? I mean, I know you. You say you're the best at everything, this and uh, you always deliver and all that stuff, but. How does it feel delivering on a classic good time wedding? It was great. We've got nothing but rave reviews <coughs> of the night. If anybody, Travis, my my groomsman <laughs> gift was all LeBrons. What? Oh yeah, oh, they were boss. rocking them. Oh, Wait, I have boss. a funny, I have a funny Travis story about my wedding. Oh no. So obviously, oh, I do. Too. Obviously, Travis didn't like send the invitation back. I mean, we all knew that. I knew it when I sent it to him, mm-hmm. but I texted him. Was like, hey, no big deal. Like, are you coming? He's like. I'll be at the ceremony. I just won't be at the reception. The funniest lie I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, I yeah. laughed when I got yeah. the response. That's pretty good. I'll be at the reception. Huh. I'll be at the can I t- ceremony. Yeah. In my defense, can I tell you what no. happened? No, no, no. I want to hear it. Yeah. I completely forgot the date. <laughs> okay. And I knew that. I mean, that's pretty fair. Well, that's your defense, yeah. and that's legit. Oh, it's legit. Yeah. Okay. You missed out. It was a hell of a time. I forgot that date. Sorry. I, thought it, was, I thought it was in February. Because <laughs> of. Black history. You yeah, know that's why I thought. Like, oh, my boy Gaines going to clearly. That's fair. First Actually, week of February. I don't, I don't know that a... you forgot the date. He didn't. I did. He brought it up. No, because like, yeah, Friday. you brought it up a couple weeks before the. Yeah. No, and I, I said I was like, oh, I got to get ready for Gaines's wedding. Yeah. And I didn't realize it was that week. Again, look, no. I find out we have jobs at live shows 24 hours before I actually need to show up. Yeah, I, that's fair. Chris, Chris can vouch for me on that. I'm gonna have a seizure. <laughs> the Bagnillion win. When the Bagnillion ball? Oh, it's tonight. Batman ball, as you call it. Batman, Batman ball. ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I ain't got nothing. I'm just okay. Uh, so Gaines's reception was uh, an all-timer. They where was it? Cutting... Rose of the Hill. Damn oh, baller. Right yeah. by Damn baller. Yep, Favaza zones Rose of the Hill. It was a uh, hill weekend. Yeah. Everything, every event was... Spice to meet the ball! Exactly. exactly. (laughs) My grandparents love Favazas. I'm sure they do. And they love to get... uh, Michael is the waiter we try to get when we go there. So they want the same waiter. Great name. Mm -hmm. Same waiter, same order, something that comforts them in life. What's ha- what do you think is going to happen on the hill? You got all this new development over on the. Uh, it is heated. Yeah, I need to hear this. What I is like the, what's the, the first big place they're building? That's a ju- so it's a new. It's going to be like condos, a neighborhood condos, and then it's uh, a whole home. block. Yeah, yeah. and there's already the modern by, homes. Think by Ragazzi's and like yeah. right behind the church. Yeah, right there. Yeah. That's like a na- going to be a neighborhood. So they started digging all this out, and then they found out they couldn't put basements in the homes, and people are pissed about that. Oh, boy. Why he, can't they put basements? The like whatever, rock deposit? Yeah, yeah, whatever they are building on it is not conducive to basements. Seems like something uh, you would have known ahead of time. You think it's, that. It's, this it's is typically I mean, but then we got this the is a 20-year fight. This, yeah, this, oh, this has been going on fight. forever, and, I mean, oh, they're wow. having meetings on it, like, every week. I mean, it is... It is one of the more controversial, controversial hill things of my lifetime. Oh wow! And it's I, more than when the Black family moved on. Oh and boy, I, like, I remember that day. I was in the. I remember that day. What are the demographics the, doing over there? What it said, the St. Louis American bit cover. <laughs> <laughs> what they said, Alvin Reed. Black family moves to the hill. <laughs> 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 I, I remember that edition. Now, 
in regards to... Is there to, a plaque uh, on that? <laughs> wherever yeah, it is now. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Police 911 calls go up 1,000%. Yeah. <laughs> when black family... They're grilling <laughs> in their backyard. <laughs> <laughs> when black families move on to the hill, do the current residents get rid of the stable boy statues they have in the front or when, do they keep those out there when it happens i'll let you know <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like it's like it's understood it's like a it's like a, a village out of game of thrones yeah like black's like y'all don't go there yeah that's them like it's just like ah, <laughs> yeah, it's, that's theirs yeah yeah that's theirs i think ah, maybe okay. you guys feel you bad for word, what you did to they Sicily. Get that like right you're like ah yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Have we'll stop. Travis, we'll, have we'll drop seen... in from time to time to impress a white girl just yeah. to take it to an Italian dinner. But that's mostly there. Travis, have you seen uh, Emo's Piazza? No, no, no. no sure I have not. Haven't. I've seen the new Piazza. No. That's right. It was great. I mean, I feel like they built that for me. I had to walk across the street, take all my wedding pictures there, and then I was done for the day. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. It was, was amazing. That's nice. I was worried Gaines's wedding was set up, but it was like earlier in the day wedding six o'clock reception seven o'clock reception i was a little worried my cousin got married a few weeks before you similar thing similar you know went to uh still got his boys they like to party you did a good job i was worried you were going to be sloppy gains but my the mom got back. was the most worried about that mm. and made a comment about it daily <laughs> until i got married <laughs> No one loves a drunk groom, my <laughs> No one loves a drunk groom. Now, right, were there any, mem- were there any members of the wedding party that did kind of happen Yeah, too? so uh, the uh, sister-in-law got a little oh, uh, boy, drunk, and so that good. was a pretty nice uh, speech that she gave. Oh, it, was some, it was an it all-timer. Was, it was, I mean, it was straight out of a movie, kind yeah. of like the... The DJ, Tara Reed would have played this. The character. DJ comes up to me afterwards and was like, "Oh man, that's that's like the worst I've ever seen." Oh, and I was like, whoa. "How many have you seen? <laughs> oh my! How many have you seen? Oh my!" It was pretty damn funny. And then I was on the Can dance I... floor for whenever your father-in-law <laughs> yes. did the uh, knock it the off. Yes, enough. Yes. She fell over on the enough. dance floor and like it was yeah. this ah. And her Ugh. her date or significant other matched her. If you kind of sussed out the whole, it was, I wasn't mad at him or anything like that. I just note things, and yeah. it was hilarious. They were having fun. They were having a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's funny. Gains a shirt came of off. That was a highlight. Yeah, a few times. I like when people come through with what you expect. You know, play the hits. The uh, the song of the wedding was No Hands by Waka Flocka That Flank. makes sense. Makes sense. Very <laughs> Didn't they play, play it twice, twice at the end? Play it twice beautiful. at the end. Beautiful. <laughs> just absolutely beautiful. <laughs> and for all you receptioners, wedding people, Gaines, you did something really, really smart to make sure your reception stayed fun. You broke up the dance circle because it's too much pressure on people. And we all don't have those one-on-one moves. Five minutes of the dance circle is plenty, especially whenever only three of you did it. Uh-huh. He broke it up. He's like, that's enough. Just dance. Yes. I was getting so, like, every song oh. was turning into a dance circle. So I went up to the DJ. Please make an announcement to stop forming dance circles. <laughs> like white people love dance I do circles. Love circles of dance. Okay, back up. Here we go. And then one person might be able to do the worm, and then you have a couple. Exactly. You have a couple Egyptian things, and then that's maybe it. I'll so, put I'll just on my own put something together for that to honor the the dance circle during Cocktoberfest this year. Yes, yes. <laughs> I never thought of that one, but they that's love a good one. Dance circle. Remind yeah, me. We, of, I'll I'll circle. forget about this, so I don't if I don't write it down. But remind me about dance circles once once October comes around. And then, oh, 
Dave is so wacky. Look, he always gets in the middle of the dance circle. Mm-hmm. And he's not good at dancing. Mm-hmm. He just moves his body around. I think that yeah. it kind of like makes like some of the office episodes now make sense. Like <laughs> yeah. when they have the dancing and the... <laughs> yeah. In the yeah. office after they left the Michael Scott paper company, and then the reception or the the dancing when Andy completely tears his scrotum. Tears his scrotum. Yep. So now, because I'm thinking like, oh yeah, they all were in the dance circle. That was a thing. Was. I never realized that. Huh. I want to take that back school, to our I meetings. went to high school with like 270 Andys. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. Oh, that is hilarious. I was... Uh, oh, that's good. That's so good. I was discussing your high school with uh, your former boss, yeah. uh, Mike Jones, uh, yes. a few weeks back, and he's still enamored by uh, you guys and your antics. He found you to be incredibly entertaining. He's he's the greatest, and I'm so happy they had a good season last year because yeah. he's such a good guy, and I was a little nervous for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What uh, was the ceremony at St. Ambrose? It was. Bet your ass it was. So were they even talking about neighborhood stuff at your wedding? Um, so I does that hat like because you were talking about oh this is going on. So I, I know St. Ambrose runs that joint. Oh yeah, so. I used to and Bomberito's the pastor. father Bomberito. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I used to like clean the rectory. Yeah, like, that was my job when I was younger, and so he talked a lot about that. He actually said it was my church. He gave me the church oh. on my wedding day. So mm. now I own mm. St. Ambrose. I so believe I, get, I was there. I can vouch for that. I get about ten percent of the um, yeah. That's how that works. Yeah, yeah. this is great. So it's whenever great. Uh, families look to move into the hill, now they have to go through you. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Right. I you'll, know the no, system there. you'll notice if you go on like Zillow, there are never houses for sale on the hill. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Like just, just put put the zip code of the hill mm-hmm. in and there it's are no, like no, no, it's like no search. Bro. There are houses being sold, yeah. but they're never on Zillow. They're, they're it's the weirdest te- thing. <laughs> they're called text message deals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? What here? is happening on the hill? I feel like there's all kinds of brand new giant houses popping up. Yes. And it is. Really making people mad because I'm, ta- I'm not talking about like a nice city home. No, they're huge. I'm talking Bel Air giant, five thousand square feet. Home. And everybody, I want to move there just to gossip right now. Everybody's oh, yeah. property tax is going up, and the olds are not happy. <laughs> it's like, did you really need a guest house and five giant marble columns yeah, in your just, front? Just because Gabagool. Builds his house. <laughs> I got the same house since 1926. So why is am I? Like, Sorry. Oh man. Sorry. That makes me so happy. <laughs> so are they sending letters? Who would they be sending letters to? It'd be uh, FX Daily, maybe. That'll be there. Yeah. 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 Well, there's a. I mean, Joe Valmer's the alderman of the hill, and uh, my neighbor, my old neighbor who passed about owns 15 my, years owns ago, owns Milo's. <laughs> he passed about 15 years ago. Hated Joe Valmer and the way that he took care of our alley. Because there was a big, there was a big hole behind his garage that every time it rained would have a huge puddle. So he built the pothole. Yeah. So he uh-huh. built a sign. He built a sign right by on the um, electric pole. He hung up the sign, and the sign said Lake Valmer. <laughs> I love pettiness. It's so great. Oh, it's brutal. That's good. This is my sa- this is my same neighbor. His name is Jimmy Garinani. He uh, of course. He had an apple tree in his backyard, and birds would always get into the apple tree, yeah. and he would bring his shotgun out and just shoot at the tree. He got so mad one day, he what he thought he was doing was chasing a bird 
all the way up to the church. He probably saw like 17 different birds and just kept chasing a different <laughs> oh, bird. No. And was with shooting the at the steeple of the church with the <laughs> when birds. Did this there's a bullet hole. Luckily, oh the kids are like off school. That there's a bullet hole in one of the classroom windows from him doing this. Oh my god! Yes, and I, so it was in my. I think it was my fifth grade classroom where the bullet hole was. One of the kids asked the principal, "What is this from?" And she told the, a, a a version of the story to mm-hmm. the kids of why it was there. Wow. And I raised my hand in class and I was like. That's my neighbor Jimmy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh, these walls should talk. It's that's a great. Fantastic. It's a great neighborhood. It's a great neighborhood. Well, hmm. that's that's St. Louis, right? Little yeah. neighborhoods with these stories and pettiness. And yes. That may, may, that should be the argument against you know condensing the amount of aldermen in the city is, is that like. <laughs> What are we gonna do with our stories now? Like, yeah, we we need yeah, we need more true. people to they're hate go- on and gossip yeah, about. They're going about it the wrong way. Yeah, like if they wanted to message it properly, that's what they would do because that's us. That's who we are. Instead, yeah, I mean, if they really want to sell it to people, that's how you would do yeah, it. How, you know how easy it is for you to complain about your alderman and you know where they yes. live. You're yes. not you're not going to know where the, your alderman lives in the new. Uh, in the uh, new I see mine in the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. I glare at him. Do you really? Yes, I glare at him. You glare. Not weird. Because I know if I talk that it's just going to escalate. I fist bump my alderman. What's up, Meg? You got a progressive. I got Joe Rody. All he does is probably take money from the house for the ones. Tax relief. Yeah, you don't do much. I didn't want to say too much. Gaines, uh, we were talking about uh, one Cardinal way earlier. Is that going to be the uh, biggest win of the offseason for the Cardinal? The only one. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to be good. I was, they're going to be good enough, and it sucks. I, I was, I was being reasonable the other day. wins from the Pirates. And well, I was being reasonable the other day with Jeff Jones. He, he made a reasonable explanation for how the, the season could potentially play out. And I, I said, you know what? You know, I ate a lot of crow last year when it came to the Cardinals, so I'm just going to. Sit back. I'm going to relax. Gardner didn't believe me. He didn't think like, ah, Travis, you don't have it in you to, to keep you proper composure. You're calling for Magic Johnson to replace yeah, John well, So I, guys, I have a problem. Uh-oh. <laughs> Other than I have one. a budding rivalry oh, with the star pitcher yeah, we know. of the St. Louis We're Cardinals. We're very well aware. We've, we've actually interacted on Twitter. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've, we've talked about it on this show. I don't know if I can have this rival. Like, Is there a time? He's I too could, good. But no, like... Co- the reason Kobe. is Kobe. Because of Kobe. Yeah. Was Kobe and reason. LeBron. Yeah. So, I mean, very. I'm kind of mad that Kobe's death took away. If I could be selfish for a second. Took away your my rivalry, important rivalry with, with Jack the, the ace of the St. Louis Cardinals. It, it even led you to delete a tweet. I deleted a tweet. Yeah. You deleted a tweet. So that LeBron obviously passes Kobe uh. um, on that Saturday. And I went to Jack Flaherty's likes on Twitter, no, and he no. he was liking he liked a post from Speak for Yourself FS1 show mm, with Jason Whitlock, where Jason Whitlock talked about how Kobe is a better role model than LeBron James. I won't comment on that because Kobe recently died. But right. um, I tweet I quote tweet or I took a picture a screenshot of his likes and said like hashtag prayers up 
Jack's really going through it right now. Mm-hmm. And th- I deleted that tweet because the next day. It was the, the next day. Because I texted Gaines. and said, hey, you might want to lay off Flaherty for a few <laughs> days. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I deleted the tweet. And yeah. I was like, just so you know, I understand why you did it. But if Josh Hawley were to pass away, my tweets stay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going anywhere. <laughs> but, yeah. But so I like, understand. You know, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go from there. I I I I think it's probably over. Yeah, I know, and I'm and sad about it. And then Jack Flaherty, and he was one of the you know many things I had to eat crow about last year. And I was again was being the I was trying to be a reasonable Cardinal fan, and then the Mookie Betts deal happens, <laughs> and I lose my shit again. Or has it happened? Or has it happened? Dun, dun, right. Dun, Currently, dun. a prospect is apparently waiting on a prospect's exam to officially. Yeah, some guy named like out. Buterol or something. <laughs> Gastrol. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll figure it out. But I, 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 yeah, I kind of got back in my feelings about the St. Louis Cardinals. Is it because Mookie's black? It really is, because I could see Mookie Betts being the face of the St. Louis Cardinals for the next decade. It would be the best thing for this organization, especially as it continues to try to grow as a brand beyond St. Louis. And I have a guy that's in his prime, that's a black, that we want to talk about drawing more African-American fan support into the sport, the things I thought he could do for the Cardinals. But I think he can probably do that, maybe – with the Dodgers as well. I just wanted him mm-hmm. to do it here in well, St. Louis. I, I would have been and he scared. wasn't going to do it in Boston. So. No, 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 here, no, no. Here's no. what I would have. Okay, never heard of him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what I would have been afraid of is if he came here and then didn't sign a, a contract with right. the Cardinals. Then, then to see the response from the fans at that point, I just would have been like, oh, I don't know if I could handle this well, I'm right surprised. Now. So I'm surprised of two things. We haven't seen, uh, like, piece on Mookie didn't want to stay in Boston because Boston is racist. We haven't seen we that haven't yet. Seen that one. I'm surprised about that. Mm-hmm. And then we haven't really seen any vitriol from like the Boston sports media who folks. Are, who, are who generally idiots like, when it comes to I saw to clips things. yesterday right. that were actually mad at the Red Sox right. and not Mookie, which surprised me. Yeah, I, I yeah. Maybe I, they're growing up. Oh I, uh, I mean more what? or maybe reality's starting to set in New England that the the sun could be setting on the Patriots. Uh, I I don't know. I well, maybe they just realize. Yeah, maybe we need to just be nice to the brothers because the Celtics are really good this year. But it is nice that I feel like we're finally getting to a point of it's still not great, but people are finally realizing owners are rich. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's I think, maybe stop blaming the player. <laughs> yeah, I think especially with the Red Sox, like this is I think I think well, that's why I mean, a lot of that people dude are is insane. He's, yeah. yeah, he's worth I think if I'm not mistaken close to three and a half. My favorite story about John Henry is he just gave a percentage of Liverpool to LeBron so he could be his friend. Mm-hmm. Le- LeBron owns a part of Liverpool which and he John gave Henry it to also because owns. he and he it, they basically have a contract thing. that says like hey if I need you to come to like a party or something, Can you? you will oh. make your best effort to make that party kind of thing. Wow. Um, and that, that's how LeBron ha- owns like 2% of Liverpool. I, 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 I your friends. Interesting. I, I, it friends. Is, it is just, friends. it is weird. This, the Red Sox, the way they went about it. I mean, not went about it. I guess it's just weird. Like an organization that's so comfortable handing out massive contracts. And here's a guy who is literally one of the top two players in the game, homegrown, and you're not extending? It, it just seems very weird time for the Red Sox to go cheat two years after a World Series. Well, he, the dumbest rationale is, and the Cardinals are using this now. Oh, of is course. The, my bad, I can't afford to pay good players because I paid b- bad players money. 
Like that seems like the easiest right. way to turn into well, and a bad. And the Red Sox team. used to it, look. Look, they've gone through some upper management churn here yeah, over the years. Yeah, they have. Just look at the last eight to ten years. So it's not the same group, and not necessarily the same ideology constantly. But what they have been able to do, and I think maybe Theo did this some when he was there, but they've signed bad contracts. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they've risked it, and they've Correct. signed them to long-term deals. Mm-hmm. Like Carl Crawford's one that comes to mind. Pablo Sandoval. Uh, but you get a little bit out of them. Okay. First yeah, couple of years or whatever. Right. But you also, part of the skill of being an executive now in baseball is being able to turn those around. Get, getting rid of them and yep. still getting something back. That's part, like, it's... They won a World Series with yeah. Hanley Ramirez is like... Thirty-six million dollar contract just sitting there. Right. Yeah, he yeah. Got, so he got like, cut. that's yeah. part of the skill of being a general manager and president of baseball operations now is being able to say, "Hey, we are going to have to bite the bullet on this at some point, right. but we're going to do it now because it's going to help us now, and then we have to find a way to flip it around later." And where I think the Cardinals' approach is is a little more conservative and prudent in that regard, as they see it, and not willing to take those risks but and i think that's it's important to talk about the owners in all of this right like i just think dewitt is way more involved in all of these decisions than we give oh he's involved yeah you bet your ass and like i maybe i think john henry now is getting a little more involved Mm -hmm. it was like I was I I hated paying Hanley Ramirez and Pablo Sandoval that money, even though we hoisted the trophy that year. Do you think? Yeah, but not only hoisted, but not only hoisted, it's a weird. But not only hoisted the trophy, the value of these teams have increased. So I'm saying this: it's not as if they're still losing money by paying more money to these players. Their revenue continues to increase. So my thing is, like the greatest investment ever was buying a sports team in the nineties. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. So I'm trying to understand. I guess. The rationale behind, like, are, are the days of the generational player gone? Are we no longer willing to say the Mike Trouts and the Mookie Betts are now guys you don't build an entire – like, I always thought it was draft well, develop, becomes a stud, keep them forever. Well, we'd be, yeah, we'd be remiss different. in talking about the current CBA as a problem for this as well. I mean, okay. when these teams control a player for as long as yeah, they do – true. They are actually making the smart decision right. because they're getting the most out, out of these of the player players. Without having to. And then they just And the reset. players also know this. Yeah, they're right. starting to definitely and, realize and, this. And you'll see some of the stuff written about Mookie Betts here recently where he, he knows it himself and has, feels a little bit feels a responsibility to the Players to, Association yep. and right. others to get to free agency right. to get that money. And we're talking – like and there's rumors around 400 million possibly. And I mean honestly, if the CBA is different, let's Jack Flaherty, your boy. Jack I'm about to say Flaherty Jack Flaherty is going to be that situation. That's what I was. Cardinals that's why, know this. Yeah, and I feel like he is going to be a familiar situation yep. like Mookie is. I'm just going to feel like, oh wow, we're about to deal away our ace because the Cardinals aren't going to want to pay that money, which is crazy to me. And I I think I I truly think we'd see a different system that would benefit everyone. If they cut the years of control in half, mm-hmm. and I know the owners don't want to do it, but I think if they really thought about it, okay, like let's use Mookie Betts. Mm-hmm. His first three years in the league, he was not. It was not as he was not as great as his second three years. But you saw the player that he could could have been. Right. Red Sox after those first three years or during those first three years, sign him to like 
a Ronald Acuna deal that he signed last year. Yeah. I think the Red Sox would have loved to do that. I I think Mookie Betts would have loved to have that in the first three years of his deal. But since it's six years of control, the Red Sox were able to twiddle their thumbs until he was going to hit free agency. And now he's developed into what he is as well. So I I do think if – I do think it will benefit the players, and I don't think the owners will see it that way. It it would be – it will throw some things off if you were able to address that because that's what uh, management uses in terms of dealing players now too. How many times do you have here years of control? Years of control is a currency. In terms of making deals just in today's talk, game, just talk about talk to the Pittsburgh Pirates. How yeah. many years of control they got for Garrett it's, Cole? Yeah, it's like okay, years. How many years? Of control it, I think that was back? like the craziest one. Like they they got something like thirty plus years of control for Garrett Cole. None of it panned out, but yeah. Wow. So it's it's part of it's it's technically money in the game these days. Do you guys think that uh, owners and uh, management in today's modern times and he's passed away, but David Glass owner for the Royals that technically they were bad for 30 years, 20 years, have a three to five year run where they're interesting and cap that off of two World Series appearances, one win, and then right back into the shitter. Do you think they look at him like, God damn, that guy had it figured out because he still made money hand over fist. He still sold his team for an absurd amount of money and literally just sat back. They weren't even creative about having young players and right. doing that. Do you think that these guys look at a guy like that and go, that's that's the key, except that guy. Some of them do for sure. Okay. And I just, th- it, there's so many ways when you're as rich as they are to make the money that they can make. And you collect wins in different columns that we as a fan would never even think of as being wins. And it, But it just blows my, like why, if you if it really truly was all like, just buy a buy a CD or something and right. get guaranteed three percent interest over six months. Why right. why, 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 why are you buying a sports, sports team? <laughs> right, it's like, kind of like you're a middle of the day commercial on game show network. There, <laughs> it just yeah. but it's about this reverse mortgage. Exactly, it blows right. my mind no, that these real. people buy sports teams and they don't want to win because they want the shine team. of saying that they're that, and then they're gonna well, go. But I'm still gonna do it how I would my investment property mm-hmm. and. Right. uh Mina Kimes did a piece on ESPN about NFL owners and how some of them get more satisfaction about hiring a coach away from another team or winning a bidding war to hire a coach than they do like playoff victories. Wow. Because then that's them. Exactly. They're the ones accomplishing getting that coach. It's a personal game. It's it's a dick measuring contest with all the other owners. On the field, they don't have any control. Exactly. It's, it's it's got to be it's just it's like Chris is saying it's a world we probably can't relate to with some of these guys and it's that's a, why it becomes annoying to us because it isn't relatable and you're like what the fuck because we're doing? just looking for wins yeah we're just looking for for playoffs we're looking and for like, glory oh, that's why I like the, entertainment I must say I was gonna say a good product also you know yeah along the line and that's my thing I know I get the likelihood of the Cardinals being able to go out and win the World Series we know the probability and how difficult that can be especially when postseason comes around so I don't think. Fans are just saying World Series, World Series, World Series. I think the fans want a good product, something they can be proud of, something they can cheer for and say it's one of their own. And that's more of my issue recently something with the Cardinals. Is something that excites the fans. I and, and that's what I thought Mookie Betts did both of those things. Mookie Betts 
got asses in seats and made the Cardinals competitive, would make them competitive year in and year out. That's so, true. Or, or, or whoever you would put, like a Nolan Arenado in that place. But that's my big hang-up. I'm not, yeah, winning 88, 90, slipping into the playoffs, winning maybe a game in the NLCS, in this case this past year, none. But that seems to be the way of the world for the Cardinals. I just feel like the fans deserve better, especially since they're paying – a decent amount of money to watch your well, product. Yeah. And that, and I don't that, know if that's fair. And that's the disconnect between the DeWitts and the, because the DeWitts will sit there and be like, we're 11th in revenue and right. we're 7th in payroll. Right. And it's like, who cares? Right. That's dude? not I, what it's that. I, I want Bryce Harper. Like, I, right. I, I want to just like, I want the to wear the jersey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want the jersey. Especially, I want the bobbleheads. I want, yeah. We, like, every team was so stupid in the 2000s, and yeah. we just stole Larry Walker and stole Scott Rowland. They had a good plan then because they were able to take advantage yeah, of it. They, every team they was had so leverage. dumb. Every team was just so dumb, and the Cardinals weren't. And God, now teams did. are smarter now, yeah. and we're just, like, the same smart guys the in the room. Cardinals and, won't budge on that. Yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get one of you guys. Man. No, you won't, man. We're, and we make, I make fun of the vocabulary, Mosaic terminology and Gersh terminology because it is it's all business terminology right right you, yeah you look you'll look it up and it'll be buzzwords that you'll hear in meetings and that's well i don't know do you think uh do you think mo popped a bottle of champagne this offseason when all the astro stuff was going down he better have fucking sent a bag of cash to correa my man yeah. didn't sing he had to be. There, there, you know what I've wondered? I've wondered that. Me and Gardner actually talked about that one time on a drive, and we were trying to get inside of his head when this all was breaking. And and I think I think a part of him there is a, a small bit of vindication. Do it too. Like a little do it as well. By all reports, do it was pretty embarrassed about the hacking. I would imagine so. I would imagine so. And I don't know. I don't think he feels like vindicated or anything right. like that. But I just think they all feel like, all right. Everybody loved talking about the Cardinals. Right, and like, but we now finally we got the Cardinals. Now we, yeah, now we can now finally like, take oh, some yeah, of that they bullshit. They were just all scum. Right, exactly. Do you think they did the little super slow Grinch smile? Yes. Oh, no yes. doubt. Yes. No doubt. Yes. And I think there are other probably other owners and presidents of baseball operations around the league who probably also did the same thing. Oh, I don't think, you know, I, I think just yeah, but the Cardinals yeah. definitely well, felt like have, a little bit of. That was in your organization. Yeah. You bred them. Yeah. Um, he, he is the reason you had frustration within your organization and upper management yeah. in the late 2000s. Yeah. They, and I mean, Mo acts like he's not, he's too, he's totally tuned into what the fans are saying. Oh, absolutely. And one of the favorite fans things, did we keep the wrong guy? It was like, which I uh, thought was totally unfair. I agree, I agree. And I'm a Mo hater. I mean, like, I agree. I thought that was totally unfair, but it, the, he knows the fans are like, oh, look at Luna, look at Luna. Wow. I wonder when the last time. And I don't know. I wonder if they've spoken at all. I wonder if Mo and Correa have talked at all since he went to prison. Carrier pigeons. I would. I would just like. I and I, if I could ask I that would, question, if I, if and, I, I, and, I, and I would preface well, it with this: I would say you don't even have to tell me what it was about. I just want to know: Have you spoken at all? If I had to guess, I, no. and just to start there, just give me an answer: Have you spoken? Would you give me a guess? Do you guys think? What do you think? Arnie? I would say no. I would, I would say, say no. no. He's I too calculated. No. I was yeah. say too much of it. Really? Yeah. I think Mo is just so methodical in his thinking yeah. that no way he even picks up a phone. Yeah, I think that too. He's like, no. it's, it's total, not even worth the nothing risk. Nothing personal. No, and like, and also, you don't know what like how I'm sure the relationship right away was frayed when all this went absolutely. down and was gone. Yeah. 
And now that this happens, it might be hard for someone like Mo or anyone else with the organization to face a person then, too. They're going to still To know what that person went through, that they went to prison. They went to prison. Kept their mouth shut. Kept their mouth shut. And yeah, and and we brought this up because it was in that Sports Illustrated article that Ben Ben Ryder wrote. There's that quote in there where he's asked about if anyone else was involved in this and that way. And he says... I wouldn't want anyone else to go through what I've gone through. That tells me all I need to know. You can read between the lines there. Yeah, 100%. Put, put it this way. When the statute of limitations are officially up, then I may see a situation where Mo reaches out and says something to Korea. Well, and this That's is, the like, only this reason why I thought they, 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 <laughs> they could have. They could have talked. They could be, could be in That's touch. the only reason I thought they might have talked is because I, by reading all that, Mo probably knew what was going on. Do you think yeah, there's some kind of Tom Brady um, thing happening, like – Okay, Brady's taken a probably missed out on, you could say, $80 million plus in his career At taking least. pay cuts. Tell me there ain't some kind of backdoor or something that uh, he's got the wink that he's still getting well, taken hey, care of. Awesome. Look, the guy like, was married at the time or and still is by all accounts from what I can tell. Um, you know, maybe, hey, let me check just see how the wife is doing with him in prison. Could be a call like that. Could have been that. Could have been that. Um Last I checked, I was trying to look up where he might be. It looks like he could be in California. Um, Is he still tweeting? No, I haven't seen anything. But uh, no, I'd just be curious to know if they've at least touched base or talked since he went to prison. Uh, especially after all we've gone through this offseason with the Astros stuff. And thank you, MLB. Thank you, Astros, for coming into this century with all of this. Because now, baseball Twitter got as lit as NBA Twitter for mm-hmm. at least a brief period. Of time. Oh, come on now. It was fine. Your rival, your once rival, is a baseball player. He is. And then we had this. Yeah. No, it, it was. It's been way more lit than it has been the past yeah. few years. Yeah. Um, I, wish, I wish MLB players spoke out more. I, I'm not saying that it would attract more eyes to the sport, but I – I do feel like it's weird watching a lot of these young NFL and NBA players yeah, but just demonstrate their personal. But what I'm saying is it works to their it's it's now makes sense where, you know, it would be very goofy when you would have, you know, back in the day, guys would just talk out of turn who would barely get any clock. But where you can be a Jared Dudley. And have a personality on Twitter yeah. and still play in the league and still, you know, but a make lot of money this... off being like J.J. Reddick. Perfect example. Like MLB players are missing out on an opportunity to truly brand yeah, themselves. Yeah, I mean, be careful though too, because a lot of those guys aren't interesting and are, true, are dumb. True, are, true. No, that's idiots. a good point. And, and they probably realize about, that too. And think about the dudes who were studs at 17, 18 years old that are even higher level studs than most of the ones yeah, we knew. They get shipped off to go play with 24 year olds in the minors. And they don't ever have that growing up or maturation period, and they don't develop their own personalities. Hence, why you see every white yeah, dude with point. the same goatee and taste in music <laughs> in in Major League Baseball because they're frozen <laughs> in cool that's guy high school time, and then they go <laughs> and they, all they do is hang out with other guys <laughs> like them. Is this uh, another walk-up song by Shinedown? Yeah, <laughs> it's again? the same thing again. You it's could a argue different this, players. You could argue the same okay. for hockey players. Maybe yeah. even yeah. worse because well, they get shipped well, off to but the juniors. Also, simple demographics too. Some of the guys we go to in NFL. NBA 
are on the front line of social issues. Yeah, that's, that's true. not going to be the case in baseball. Anything, well, just because I mean, the uh, most you, like the other baseball players can look at what the most outspoken guy on Twitter is Trevor Bauer in Major League Baseball, okay. and is super vilified for it. And everybody kind of like hates Trevor Bauer. So oh, all these other point. baseball guys are like. I don't want to be Trevor Bauer. Well, okay, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> and I, well, because Bauer's kind of an ass. That's well, what Nolan I mean. Arenado but he's the face of like MLB Twitter. So they needed a so different guy exactly. to be the guy. That's no, Tommy I, like, Pham. Tommy Pham needs to be yeah. the face of MLB Twitter. Nolan. He's got the analytics. He's got the looks. Mm-hmm. He's just you know got everything you would want for will, social media. Mazela could roll off the next four World Series, and I'll still never like, like him that because trade? he traded Tommy, Tommy Pham. Pham. Tommy Pham. Was like that, our our relationship ended that day. Tommy Pham brought me so much. And it wasn't, was a real it wasn't necessarily meant to be entertainment, but he gave me so much material He's in abrasive. the clubhouse. Question, Travis. Can white people say real one? Not during Blackuary? Ooh, Any other month? question. I say you're good. Because I saw, really? I yeah. saw a white person say that or tweet that. Right. And I was like, that you know what weird. one? You know what one means? The way Gartner said it, though, was it, it didn't sound like he was attempting to appropriate it. He but rolled it into I, his I own vernacular. Did I say real one? No, you you said real one. I said real. Oh, could, oh, could Gardner <laughs> like, say real one? I wouldn't say that. Oh, but that, but that's what, like, I know like my one place, means Travis. something. Uh, and I, white yeah, people can't say what yeah. one means. Well, it's yeah, like that's a, yeah, that's a point. Gar- I was gains gains makes the point. Remember my yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you on that. Remember my question to you yesterday because you we, you gave me a lift to Rosie's uh-huh. and you said I'm about to get my black ass home. Yeah, so go, why did you just say why ass? Why is it always black ass? Why is it? <laughs> why why is it? Why can't it just be your ass? I go, wouldn't it be weird? I say, I'm like, can I even say my white ass? Can I drag my white ass home? And he's like, I guess you can. I go, it just feels weird. Why yeah, can't it, it just be see. your ass? Yeah, he's like, man, I gotta get my white ass home. <laughs> no, that ain't too bad, Chris. You said that all the time. Say it, Chris. I just have to get my white ass home. Mm-hmm. About to get my white ass on top of this horse. There it is. Hey, yeah, yeah that okay. works. Yeah, that works. <laughs> okay, I guess we can. I'm gonna start saying my white ass and see if anybody gives me shit for it. Is that all right? Oh, yeah. Uh, other things that work are uh, our friends at St. Louis Counseling Services. Oh. You know them. You love them. Check out the podcast Mental Health Matters online and be sure to check out stlouiscounseling.org for counseling services in the St. Louis area. They're here for you and yours since 1955. Trade deadline tonight. Lakers make a deal? They don't need to. Did the they Lakers pick up Derrick Rose? I just saw that fake Derek, and then Derrick Rose doesn't want to be traded. Oh, he wants to stay in Detroit. Yeah, is Detroit going to make the playoffs? Blake no, Griffin's I don't out think hurt, so. right? Yeah, Blake Griffin's in the playing. The, the the Lakers are good enough. You think so? Yeah, they're the best team in the league. Really? They're they're. I don't know if they're going to have the best regular season. They're the toughest team to beat in a seven game series. Hey, they are the toughest team to beat in a seven game. There's no doubt about that. Uh, uh, LeBron's the most valuable player again yeah, in the NBA. It's crazy. There. I give it to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at anything you're saying. I'm just upset that you two aren't on opposing sides. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. very weird. This he was very mad of, about that. This is, like, yeah, we don't. Yeah. I don't think we have anything. Okay, we can't even force it anymore. The Lakers are so good. Oh boy, they are. LeBron is like, how good are they? LeBron's the best player to ever play the game, and. He's going to do the. So, I've had this conversation with my friend the other day. He's helping my mental health. So, because I'm getting, I got nervous last year mm-hmm. and depressed. Because I watched LeBron play and I watched the Lakers you play. Thought it, you thought it was a rap. I didn't think it was a rap. You thought but it was, I was Watch like, King. I was like, oh no. 
it, I, it's the first time he felt human to me, and I, was, I don't mm. know what I'm going to do when he retires mm. from yeah, the game of basketball. Boy, oh, mm. Watching him play this year, he's going to play till he's 50. He's I'm good. Like I have 15 more man. years. You ain't saying nothing but a word. <laughs> of, but a word. <laughs> of LeBron. <laughs> 15 more years. I, 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 I just um, – I'm enjoying LeBron, uh, the human being. Like, I, 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 I think he's just fun to watch as a human being. Even when he makes mistakes, I'm still like – uh, he's um, uh, Zuri has her, her he own. He made a mistake. Okay. Zuri has her own uh, YouTube channel now. Have you does seen she that? really? Yeah. How cute. Yeah. Well, Who what does? mistake did LeBron make? Uh, the whole China deal. Oh, whatever. Yeah, Who cares? Daryl Morey made a mistake. Yeah. Mm. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it, Gaines. Not today. Mm. Not today. We won't do it. Daryl Morey. Criti- we're gonna critique Daryl Morey. We should definitely critique him for this dumbass trade he just made. No, Daryl Morey's a coward. Leave the tweet up if you were actually protesting something. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, everybody, right. everybody, relax. Daryl Morey went on a Euro, Euro trip and like got woke and then tweeted something out. Started started World War Three and was like, Oh no! Oh, we have video too. All right. I actually like this. I like this. If he's fake woke. Fake woke. Fake woke. All right. Okay. I'm into that. Um, I'm listening. There he hasn't said a word since. Yeah, because I got he mad about it. I was like, since. screw you. Let these. If he believes in this, he should be able to say whatever he wants. And I don't give a damn Except about your LeBron bo- bottom line. Because LeBron, LeBron, people. Them, could, but no, what I'm saying. Powerful. What I'm he, saying was actually people. Actually, was oppression by LeBron. LeBron trying to Yeah. That, that was my point. <laughs> LeBron's point I was, was like, somebody would, could say that stuff he stood up for the past. You can have more than one coward in a story. Yeah, LeBron's point was, how come the white people get to get away with all the oppression? And get paid, and not me. That's what LeBron was saying. Oh, was was it? How come y'all get away with the oppression to make money, and I'm not allowed to do the same? No, the thing is, LeBron didn't say much. Darren Ravel <laughs> says it's market value what those <laughs> workers <laughs> are getting in China. Oh, okay, right. he's Man. been there. Oh my God! And did you see those people that work at Nike? Guys? I know. He <laughs> tells me every day. I know. I know what he is now. But you used we, to love him. You loved you some Ravel. We all did for a week. We did for a week. Everybody had. I was like, I guess I've seen. I thought he was fun. I was like, yeah, Same. I like hearing about you hot know, dogs. Okay, wait, time out. Let's go around the room. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he used to do. He would tweet out like, interesting how old do you food. think Darren Rovell is? God, forty-nine. It's got to be at least forty-five. I want to say he's. So you're. I'm trying to get over why I think you're asking this. Yeah, he's probably okay. I, I, I would have said yeah. forty-three. Yeah, he's like thirty-nine. Darren Rovell's thirty. He was on like those forty yeah. under forty lists yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's like 41 now or something like that. But I remember, like, I guess a few years ago, he was on a 40 under 40 list. And I was like, wait no. a second. Oh, he must no, have loved that, Brandy. No, I don't know. I want to see. I want to see that well, birth certificate. And he 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 skyrocketed as this like quirky, almost how Bill Simmons did. We're like, this guy's fun. He's saying like unique, weird things about sports. But then, and for all I know, he's making the most money he's ever made. So I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. But the perception. It went from like unknown to this guy, all right, to super hyper annoying, looking like he was gonna be maybe like a giant personality. To everyone was like, "Okay, get out of here, you yeah. fucking dork." He was born the same year as Kobe. That's wow. wild. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's mm, who's your who's Wait, your he big comes off as a twerp. Yeah, he does, it's and he also saw him run. Thing. And Speaking they, of yeah, Simmons, well, how about yesterday? Big what deal for him. Spotify the ringer. Oh, the ringer. Yeah. Spotify. Um, Simmons. No, Simmons. Um, 
Always knew the game, obviously, from his time being with uh, Kemmel. I love Bill Simmons. He always knew the game, so I, I'm not Simmons surprised Simmons has by aged it. about 20 years in the last, like, four years. I can see <laughs> it. Uh-huh. Looks or opinions? Opinions. Is he just full-on Boston Hawk? Oh, yeah. I think, oh, yeah, I think everybody yeah. in that, fun like, Boston Hawk. Everybody, from everybody the, in that age group aged a lot in the past five yes, years. Yes, due to what? With their opinions. I, don't, I think it's due to where... I haven't listened to him in so long. It's, like, it's, it's, it's very like dated. Analytics have caught up with sports a lot, and though like that age, I think hates like analytics the most. You think? Where more like our age is more willing to like be like, oh, that's a good right. point, even if we don't fully mm-hmm. endorse it. Interesting. Because and I think it's because of analytics is ruining like their childhood memories. Yeah. Well, here's oh, it, it, it ruins okay. itself because it reevaluates. Correct. Things. And then also it becomes less anecdotal in your right, kind of evaluations right. and less and romantic. And that was Simmons, that Simmons that was kind of thing. thing. That, that and, that, thing and that's yeah. always – that's th- that happens with people I that's know. That's weird it to me. It might happen – and this is the thing you have to be aware of to everyone in this room. Yeah. It might happen to you too. 100%. I think it already And you have to recognize – 20 years from now somebody's yes. going to tell me what LeBron did – wrong about basketball and i'm gonna fight him there'll be a well, new metric or yes, something I'm gonna fight him. i yeah. had an involuntary reaction when he said he was the greatest basketball player ever because i'm just jordan's tongue is all i can see in my head and i'm like don't say that out loud michael <laughs> <laughs> like, jordan but then i start thinking about it i'm like well lebron's 35 and he's six foot nine and he's giant and he's done it on all these things so I will go to my grave saying Michael Jordan will take all your souls, yeah. mm-hmm. but I'm not going to see it. But Change is constant. Is strange, There'll be something though. better that comes I along. It just it, ha- it happens. <laughs> I well, think of Simmons along the lines of like Chuck Klosterman as this fun, yeah. sportsy guy, but yeah, that's weird. I think the funny I, thing like is... I even told you that about when you, when you were talking about Kobe's death and why it impacts certain people, mm-hmm. especially in your age group, is because that's part of your childhood and adolescence right. that's yeah. gone with it. Right. And that you're going to... Re- that's going to happen more and more. Well, that we age. saw that too with the analytics and Kobe's, uh, you know, game. The analytics is absolutely ripped. Kobe he's probably the best point. Yeah, to he's make probably about the one. Him. That's why I think. Yeah, he's he was the guy that drove analytics people just mad. Like, Co- Kobe, like what? What is this? This this guy should not be celebrated. We're just like, shut up. We love it. He's putting up eighty shots a game. It's Kobe. We'll give and, the shit. It's Kobe and Derek Jeter. Yeah, like it's Kobe. Like, yeah. and people get really mad, and then but it's like kind of true. <laughs> we got, but I don't know. I think it's the Why kind of basketball we like because they entertained us. That's all yes, we really. Yes, that's the correct. bottom yeah. line of everything. Like correct. Kobe, yeah, he did. They like I ain't never seen nobody do that on the court before. Yeah. That shit's dope. Fuck it your numbers. The well, rest of it don't matter. <laughs> right. Like in the grand scheme of things, it don't matter. Did Analyti- I enjoy it? Yeah. Analytics people have a really like big problem too, is because they're all white smug assholes. Yes. So like they they need a rebranding of the people. Yes. They need Tommy a, Fam. They need a face for it. They do. They need like somebody cool to like Tommy Fam. Rap the rap the lyrics, right, um, Travis? That's basically how it is. Rap the hip hop. They need a rap of the hip hop. Get the blacks involved. They need a they need a post Malone. Well, isn't the somebody can? What are they gonna have like a a table tattooed on their face like from? Isn't the Browns' new general manager? African American and also driven ana- analytically, I believe, as well. From Harvard. Yeah. So there's, I mean, <laughs> something. Because <laughs> uh, right, everything else is it, the the trope is hey, it's the Ivy Leagues, yeah. you know, Ivy League well, running uh, and all like these. Like all the analytics people are the worst online too. They are very smug. They do have to well, like it is it is kind of Bernie Broish. It's like man, I hey, I want to agree with the numbers, but man, yo. You'll support us, some assholes. Yeah. Gosh, can you please? Well, that's kind of how it is. Like we get that numbers are important. There's a new way 
to measure the sport, can you guys not still take away the things that we like about the sport? Well, the best part like, of it is like it turns into Kobe sucks at basketball. And right, not, right. And, and, right. Not, Whoa! and not Kobe wasn't as good as exactly. we once thought exactly. it was. Yeah, yeah, it goes somewhere. It's, 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 like, oh, he, he, it's he like, oh, Kobe was, ter- like, Kobe was awful. He was Kobe like, whoa, 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 whoa. We just watched now, the games that are out. I definitely well, I, take it that way, that, that place too. So. And, and they, they have what happens, and this has been going on and went on in baseball in the early 2000s. I watched it all develop is they have a chip on their shoulder because no one will listen to them at first. And then, you yeah. no, I'm right. I can prove it to you. And then when people, when people don't listen to evidence that they think is just, hey, it's easy to see. And they, look, we see it in political course, discourse here right now. Here's the evidence. I can prove it. Right. And someone still turns away from evidence right. or is slow to, to allow evidence it. in. Sure attitudes develop and they're hard to get rid of. And I think the attitudes are still there. That's true. And, you know, maybe that changes over time. um, But there's still that clash going on. And because it's now, you know, bled into other sports, not just baseball. And so that clash is still going on. Yeah. Before we get you out of here. um, Battle Hawk? Yes. We doing this? I just bought the home opener tickets yesterday. Nice. They're ten and a half point underdogs on the road in Jesus, Dallas this weekend. Of course, he already knows the gap. Mm. Oh, he already knows the line. Jesus, that's Christ. a big underdog. Oh, they're gonna be bad. How do you know this? Vegas is down on them. How do y'all know this? We're gonna be bad. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about. It. We're gonna be bad. Oh, they drafted a running back first. Hmm. That was really dumb. That they thought it was like actual fantasy football. That's like, <laughs> should we start a? Christine Michael's gonna be really so slow. Should we start? They drafted an old running back. Oh, oh, yeah, the guy from the Seahawks. The Seahawks. That's our starting running back. Should we start? Oh, do we shit. have eighteen quarterbacks. I, I don't know if you've that. noticed. I that. saw that. <laughs> Should we do an Solely XFL? The is there an XFL fantasy football league anywhere? Uh, the DraftKings is doing daily fantasy. I know. I don't okay. know if uh, there's a, like a league. Yeah, it's it's you have to have a smaller number of teams in each league because of the number of teams in the. Every Battlehawks game is nationally broadcast. That'll be fun. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's not, you can't even get that in the NFL. <laughs> that's yeah. so awesome. That's hilarious. It, it's wild. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's so wild. I believe it. You Give me the demographics. These, these cacao shirts uh, fly off. The, look at them. You can get them through buyjack.com. Give me the demographics of the fan base. How, how much <laughs> well, how many are they coming from SLU? <laughs> um, knowing the, uh, knowing the, where they're doing their happy hours around St. Louis, mm-hmm. and they did the first one in the city of St. Louis like a month ago only, oh, yeah? I think... Uh, I think it's going to be a, a rural crowd. Okay. Okay. Mm. Okay. I'll be there, though. Tailgating. Sean, Sean wants me uh, to come down where he works to try and make that the Battle Hawks bar. Mo Bar and Grill. I'm going to go. I haven't been right to the Dome. Well, I don't know. Last Drink time. Drink it with the post dispatch I think I've been to the Dome yeah. since the Rams are in it. No kidding. Now, we went to it's the Comic Con. So I think it's going to feel the sporting s- event. It's going to feel the same. Good. About the same size crowd. <laughs> same size mm-hmm. crowd. <laughs> about the same talent on the field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were such a fucking terrible team. It's me, I, me feeling bad about what I do to the scalpers on the way in. I'm like, bro, let's do some math here. It's going to be... I, I was talking about this with one of my friends who I had season tickets with the Rams with. I'm like... It's going to be so nostalgic in that dome with the quality of play <laughs> plus like down 28-7 in the fourth quarter. And you're just like, well, I guess I'll get a go- another refill of my RC Cola. Should I? Uh, We're going to do the thing we, we always have RC do. Cola? I mean, that's what the Rams had. Yeah. The Rams had RC for my, Cola. For Couldn't my, even get a Coke gonna, or Pepsi in We're going to do dome. the thing we always do. I'm like, hey, man, 
But that draft spot gonna be <laughs> right? awesome right? next season. <laughs> it's gonna be, hey man, top four pick. Hey, as a uh, as a health challenge, do you you and I want to try and get into the shape of the last Rams jersey we wore to Rams games? Wow. Who was your last jersey you wore? Double zero Rams. I was about to say you can't. You could probably gotta wear Adam Timmerman jersey now yeah my rule of uh yeah you can't i did it as i got back in shape right? i think yeah you can't wear jerseys for people you're physically larger than yes i had james it. laronitis which that wasn't fair i was kind of you know but i got into shape to wear that so it's gonna have to who was the last player jersey i owned it was probably bradford Pace? oh you had sam bradford yeah, yeah. how great was bradford. it to see isaac get the call it was awesome how great my first that? favorite player yeah he was Same. my first favorite Same. player Amazing. I was so happy for I saw. And he the, tweeted St. Louis. Oh, I love that part. Mm-hmm. And I love the mm-hmm. part of, I, he's, yeah, he's been tweeting. Obviously, I didn't know uh, he was getting measured for his jacket. And I just felt like a proud. I was like, look, look, I was look thinking, at him getting measured. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Now. So I, as, a, as, a, as a larger man, I was like, isn't that a little too early to get measured for the jacket? <laughs> 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 what, if you put on a few LBs, it's not going to fit <laughs> on uh, that the worst? <laughs> for the summer. Every wedding you've ever been in, they're like, it's three months out. You should get measured. I'm like, I'm going to get in such good shape by your wedding. <laughs> Safe. I'll get Safe. measured the week of. Thank you. My wedding, my wedding, my wedding. It's like, I'm going to lose. It was like 50 pounds for the wedding. I think I gained 40. <laughs> because you do. Because you know you've got that ability. And if you're even slightly in shape, you will wear a suit that's just a little too small because yeah. you'll look so much better. Yeah. But boy. The amount of clothes I have in my closet that was like, oh, yeah. Oh, th- I like how this looks. I'll be in shape by the time I need to wear it this summer. Did it two weeks ago. Had a friend mail me a really cool T-shirt from South Carolina. And he's like, what size? And I was like, to it. No, you know what? Give me a gold shirt. I want an XL. No. And I can't wear it. Uh, See, I look, I look at this shirt. I'm like, I love One of the shirt. best decisions I've ever made in my life, oh, in up, my man. life, was that moment where I had to make a decision where the XLs fit, but they were a little tight in the abdomen. And I'm like, okay, I can easily make this work if I lost five to 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it's, it'll work. It'll be fine. Or am I a 2XL guy? Yeah. Mm. And when I said, you know what? Be who you are. You're a 2XL guy. I, I also <laughs> did that the year going into freshman high school. And when I did that, it's Fifth grade. felt great. It felt great. I'm looking for khaki pants with elastic waistbands now. And I feel right. There I feel go. good. Gardner, I remember that moment in my life. And then I remember the one that was the 2XL to the 3XL. Yeah. No? That was a tough one. I had, like I the said. The 3Xs is a tough one. 3X when you're 2X like. is normal now. That's. Just that's, American that's the average times. American. <laughs> we need what a size re- are you? American? We need, we need a rebranding yes, of sizes yes. in America. Yeah. The three also, medium, large, guys, American. Guys my size, when they go to like a <laughs> DXL store, oh. I feel so damn skinny. Dude. I feel ah. so skinny at a DXL yeah. store. Yeah. Uh, uh, I go to Macy's and I'm like, oh, fuck, I am a beluga whale. <laughs> yeah. But put me in a DXL store, you're I feel flirt- like Jason Statham. You're being, like flirt- I- you're being flirty with the girl. <laughs> yeah. you're, like, you're probably going to add somebody this small in today. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we need to figure out, so we're going to go 2X is American size. Number 2X so is we need American. to figure out the pants size and all that as yeah. we go along here. What what waist in, what might what be? What size you wear? You wear Alabama? <laughs> you wear Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> like you, yeah. like, no, nah, you probably could be a Georgia. You could probably, you're yeah. probably a Georgia. Yeah. Go, go get some Georgias from the back. Yeah. That's Georgias. how we de- define right. size. Yeah. We should do it by country. The, Mi- the Miami cut is something. It's too warm and there's too many beautiful people. <laughs> no, the, the pant sizes need to have states and like. 
Yes. I'm a New York 36. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But if I'm a Missouri 36, 36. that's like a 44. <laughs> a New York. That is so true. Yeah. Yeah. There are so many properly yeah. thick people in New York. <laughs> like, you're not fat, but you're thick. That's not a normal size. What are you? I remember being 220 pounds and in pretty decent shape in LA. And they're like, well, you're a thick guy. You're a bigger guy. Well, and I'm like, wait a minute. I wear 34 I jeans. Like, wait, that's. Like, <laughs> What? I'm like I'm I'm incredibly hot, and they're like, well, yeah, you know, you're a bigger fella. And I'm like, they thought Chris I don't was care like to take my shirt off. Yeah, and the I'm guy like, was just tall. I was like, I I don't know. I mean, I guess I could drop ten pounds, maybe. But yeah, that's good. good. We're good gonna stuff. do that. That's what we gotta do. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Fun. Thanks all. So much wonderful fun. Got the great Michael Gaines. Good times all around. Thank you for coming in, Gaines. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. It was a pleasure. Wonderful time uh, for Gardner, for Travis, for Gaines. We're back live tomorrow. Thanks to Tech Electronics for all the love in the studio. Peace.